0: Hello, everybody, and welcome again to Saints Radio. I am so thankful to be able to reach out to our Saints family today, especially after what truly was a a remarkable time of gathering here in Dallas, and for any of you who are by some chance tuning in and you have no idea whose voice this is, where it's originating from, and what is meant by the Saints or the Saints Network. I can't fathom that that would be the case. However, my name is Ron Crawford. I'm the pastor at the Father's Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm a part of what is known as the Saints Network. We believe that the Saints, based upon biblical definition are a people who are specifically called from the midst of the church to agree and partner with God in regard to things that he is needing to have done. God always speaks of a remnant and there is a clear delineation between the, the simple but yet wonderful Uh, uh, definition of what the church is and saints within the church. Um, We are not those who have died and have been Catholicized into relics that people pray to. We are an active living group of individuals who believe that through intercession and prophetic obedience, we can serve the Father in agreement for what he is wanting to do. We recently, in fact last week, had the latest in uh, what has become um, twice a year gatherings here in the States, which are also added to with gatherings throughout the world, where the saints come together, we share what God is saying to us through his word, the fresh meat of the word, the pneumatikos principles, which are the deeper things of the spirit. Again, those are biblical terms. And we pray together and we encourage one another and we, we seek for the Father to clearly give us direction as to where he would like for us to go next, how he wants us to to serve him in regard to the outposts of saints around the world. And we did that last week. And what a glorious time it was. We we had tremendous points of sharing together in his presence. We had, I don't know how many times, of concerted prayer. We We had glorious insights from the Scripture. We had a multitude of speakers. Um, it just was a great time and it culminated in a very sweet time of prayer for those who were yet here in Dallas who hadn't left for their homes yet on Sunday evening and I'm just grateful to report that to my knowledge Everybody has made it back safely. I think the last people who are... uh, And again, I don't know everybody's schedule. So if you're still here in Dallas and I don't know when you're flying, please forgive me. It's not a slight to you. But um, I know that George and Paula are navigating their their wreck vehicle. (laughs) They spent the night last night in Van Horn, Texas, and they're making their way back to Arizona. So I don't know what time they'll arrive today. However, we're grateful for safe travels, for health and safety and strength. But mostly, we're grateful to have been able to come together again after a time where, due to the pandemic, we we were not encouraging people to make the journey here. So, all of that being said, we're very grateful God is is so good, and we will. We will in the ensuing weeks begin to try to process many of the things that God initiated while here. We'll be developing further the um, the glorious understanding of His Word that He dropped on us through the week regarding. Communing with God in that zone that we rather loosely interpret as repentance, um, the Nacham of Scripture, and then that atmosphere of um, determining in a crossroads or in a in a point of uh, of, uh, of warfare transition known as the Halah. And we'll be developing that further since that was just dropped freshly on us last week. But um, we will continue to persevere. We're in prayer for the planning for next year in the sincere hope that international travel restrictions will be eased, both here and in the places where we're to be traveling. That this scourge of COVID will abate, and particularly for Brazil and South America, but also in in Europe and in, in the other places that the Lord is opening, I firmly believe that Eastern Europe is is a burgeoning uh, point of of uh, of inquiry in the, in the heart of god that people are hungry there you know it's it's interesting we are we're definitively in a time like none other in in the scope of history i believe that we are if not on the doorstep inside the door of what the scriptures would classify as the time of the end i'm not getting conspiratorial here or apocalyptic but we are we're seeing things that align more with the eschatological scriptures than at any other time in history. It's just true. And I'm, I'm seeing Matthew 24 play out in front of us, as you are, too. So if there were ever a time for the saints to take seriously what God is calling us to be before him, it's now. The remnant is being processed even further um, I, I believe that he that endures to the end is going to know the the power and the majesty of, of God's hand I believe that we are being hidden in him in that cleft of the rock that chrag that is part of the, the term that in the Old Testament really identifies who the saints are or what holiness is the, the being hidden under the hand of god in the the crevice the cleft of the rock um and you know if if you by chance i don't know where you've been but if you haven't heard the teachings i would encourage you to do it i mean what's holding you back you should be caught up in all your binge watching from netflix and prime video i mean the 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 website and vimeo have all of the sessions up, I would encourage you to listen to the, the first morning. You can listen to all of them, but I'm talking about this definition right now. And that was given very clearly on Wednesday morning, session one going into session two. So listen to it. You can even listen to it a double time. And if you if you have any question at all about what we believe the definition of holiness or the saints is in the New Testament please listen to that. If you have any question at all regarding, you know, what I just mentioned pertaining to the repentance and the, uh, that juncture point of prayer, listen to the Thursday and Friday afternoon sessions. Again, there's no excuse. You have it available for you. In fact, you could even have a baseball game or football game on. Turn the volume down. And listen to these things while you're doing that. You can multitask. I'm not trying to make it easy on you, but I'm just trying to eliminate excuses. To me, there is no excuse for anyone who calls themselves a saint to not know what's being brought forth from the saints from a pneumonic perspective. There's no excuse for it. I mean I, I could get off into preaching here or meddling, but if you call yourself a saint, invest yourself into what was shared from the throne last week. Doesn't cost you a penny. Doesn't cost you a thing. Oh, I can't get it. Well you sure can get every other thing that comes down the internet. It's on the Saints Network site, the website. You can access it. you can listen to it on Spotify. you can listen to it many of them on Facebook live. So please avail yourself and if if you still are uh, unavailable in reaching this this capacity of of hearing, reach out to someone don't reach out to me because <laughs> I don't I don't. I, I, there are many other people you can reach out to who can tell you how to access this. It should be simple, but if you can't, if you're having trouble, reach out to a friend in the Saints Network. They'll tell you what to do. But there's no excuse for people not knowing what's been shared. There's so much misinformation and so much demonic doctrine in the world today. I, I as I look at it, as I've studied it, so many doctrines of devils believers that are being swayed by demonic anointing to open themselves through their own iniquities to believe lies um i i don't i don't really understand how god is going to preserve anybody i really don't you have to guard over yourself you can't expect anybody else to do it this This end time stuff where God says, if you open yourself and you begin to believe a lie, usually it's because you are either not really staying in commune with the Father or some point of iniquity has opened you up to a vulnerability to believe something that's coming from the enemy, some kind of offense, some kind of pride, some kind of desire to be Uh, hip to all kinds of stuff you open yourself up to this God said that there would be seducing spirits and that God would allow people to follow what they're pursuing that's in the scripture read it I don't want that to happen but I, I guess the best defense I could offer to the saints is to remain in prayer remain in the word of God and not some conspiratorial rogue heretical priest or somebody who fell away from the church who's got some Hebraic or Greek slant on things that lead you down a path that's put out by Satan's publishing house. I'm saying the straight word of God. Just study that and don't doubt it. Don't start thinking, oh this is really not scriptural or oh there are errors you you go down that path and what will you believe what will you believe and stay in the word um, don't don't go off into seducing pathways um and you know and I, I would even say make make really careful um assessments of what you're listening to even in the Christian community because not everybody that is saying Lord Lord even though they're prophesying even though they may have uh, some demonstration of a spiritual power or some hidden insight not everybody that says that is in right relationship with the Lord if you don't believe that believe the parables that Jesus speaks about that time it's very clear so you, The enemy's not going to come and take over your life. You have to open a door for him. Well, how will I know I am? Well, any of the things I've just mentioned are door openers. And I would be very careful if you've got a relative or some friend who's got some crazy doctrine that they want to spin on you. Don't hang around that. I mean, you've sequestered yourself during the COVID pandemic. This stuff will damn you for eternity. So stay away from it. Be gracious, but don't don't sit at the seat of the scorner. Even if they get mad, even if they, with tears down their face, oh, you rejected me, don't buy into that. I mean, you're going to have to give responsibility before God for what you do with your life. And and I I really I've seen I've seen stalwart people fall. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just if you, if they fall they fall. I'm not making fun of them. I've seen those that I thought were elect drift off. So don't don't just follow because you have a familiarity with people, just be wise. So the saints, I'm so grateful for for this family. There was such a a wonderful, a wonderful spirit of the Lord uh, being embraced by everyone. And those who were joining virtually, who were faithful to be a part of all of the sessions, or as many as you could. We, we, we bless you. But now the work is at hand, and we're going to be begin to further develop what God revealed last week from His Scripture. We're going to try to apply that in such a way as outposts of saints can participate wherever they are, in the practice of what God has shown we're going to be working um, I had a wonderful discussion with Pastor Fabian and the Sparrows on Sunday about where to go next with our, um, our, our teaching strategy and if, if you weren't part of that discussion how many times have I talked with you about it so just know that we're going to be working on that all of us and we're praying about, Lord, you know the end from the beginning. Where should we begin to make preparation in intercession and in teaching strategy for the year to come? Uh, I, I am, I am so desirous. We we enjoyed Saints Radio yesterday with the French-speaking nations, and I. I am so desirous of being able to be on site with them again. And and I know that the hunger of the for the things of God is going to be so evident when we're able to be there again. I, I do believe that there's going to be a, a, a short window. I don't know how long, but God, it's going to be similar to what the Lord said you know we've got to work for the night comes uh, when no man can work we will we'll have a window and we've we've got to we've got this get get this gospel of the kingdom out yeah we can do it online but there's no there's no substitute to actually being with boots on the ground and I, th- I think probably we're going to be given a window to affirm the indigenous leaderships and to engage in uh, tabernacle operations by and by that I mean reaching out into adjacent nations and um, particularly in South America but also into several places around the world that God needs to have an established uh, con- contact we'll, we'll also be praying for alternative modes of being able to communicate because we're relying on the internet we're relying on what's out there but if we've seen anything recently that's that's largely being controlled by people who don't like what Christians represent and so we've got to we've got to find that ahead of time the time to be looking for it is not during the time when every other thing has shut down so we've got to believe for that and you know we we really got to uh, we've we've got to just be willing and obedient to what the spirit will say so i'm just kind of scatter shooting i i pray that those of you who travel those of you who are here will will get rest and rejuvenation, strength from the Lord. I, uh, yesterday afternoon, you know, we, we were still going yesterday. Most of the day I got here really early in the morning and we had prayer. We said goodbye to some saints that were leaving. Um, had French radio. Uh, did some correspondence at about one30 I just, you know, to me, the seminar ended, and I just felt exhausted. Oh, my goodness. In a good way. Perfectly healthy, strong, well, but it was nonstop for a week, early in the morning through the evening. I think, you know, everybody was working. I'm so grateful for our Saints Network family and the Father's Church family. I'm so thankful for the the heart to work so i'm not saying i was the only one working but after 11 sessions of teaching and all kinds of other things going on i felt i felt yesterday afternoon just <laughs> oh this morning at 4:30 when i get up and i was praying i thought okay lord so uh i came and did some stuff and and i thought i'm looking forward to saints radio and, uh, I, I, if it's the Lord's will, I'm looking forward to resting some this afternoon, but we'll be here tomorrow for Wednesday night live. So look forward to, um, uh, seeing what the Lord will share. As you can tell, I'm just kind of rambling here. I, uh, I'm, I'm needing to tell you, I don't know how far to go with this, but Monica's not able to be here, uh, today. She had a, um, a scenario um, with one of their sweet little dogs and um, please be in prayer for, for her and uh, for, um, for her family I mean it so many times over the years the enemy has attacked through those means during seminar and so just be you know just be in prayer for her today and it's uh, it's the newest little dog they got, uh, Shadow's uh, sibling, and also we want to pray for Pam Scott um, after a few years of physical attack uh, against his body. Her husband, Tom, passed away on Sunday evening, and we continue to pray for her and um, there's a lot of decisions she's going to have to be making she's a precious saint and um, we're believing for the great things that God wants to do in Ohio and West Virginia we've got a lot of Saints there but particularly let's remember uh, Pastor Pam Scott during these next days and those of you who know her if you just want to send a, uh, a word of um, condolence to her that would be uh, very much appreciated I'm sure and of course your prayers um, I hope to be able to go up to uh, the land of my roots soon of course you don't want to go there in winter because you could get snowed in I love the snow I just don't want to be stuck for for weeks <laughs> <laughs> and you, you've not lived you, you think driving in Dallas or in Florida black ice is rough you get 7 or 8 inches of snow with ice on the bottom of it in those mountain roads that's fun Mon- many of those places you don't have cell signal <laughs> you better have a lot of mountain dew and some blankets if you, t- if you venture out so I'm not looking forward to going up there then but once the springtime comes all things being equal, I'm really wanting to, to go because one of the great disappointments for me, and I again, I'm submitting, we all submit to the Lord's timing, was when we had to plan to, to go up into West Virginia and Ohio, and that trip had to be canceled, and the reason it had to be canceled was well, all the hotels were saying, no, we can't house you. Where are we going to stay, out in the field? I guess we could have. Some of our more adventurous camp people could have done that, but that's not for me. I mean, I think there's still a lot of outhouses up there, but I, I really don't want to use any. And so, um, I uh, I was disappointed that we couldn't go. I believe firmly in, you know, we we were saying, especially when we were going into West Virginia and in Ohio and it was prior to the election we were we prophetically, prophetically we were saying a lot of things about that region and how important it was to be in prayer there before this time of, of national election and, and I, I believe that uh, there is there is a lot of prophetic import for that region and I believe that it's not lost I believe that if you read the scripture, you find that we're in a battle. We're in a war. And there are times where there is an overcoming. There are times where the saints have to hunker down and not prevail. That's scriptural. And then there's a prevailing. Um, it's it's just there. No matter how much you declare and decree and bind and loose, and you you, you still are in a war. And that's the problem with most Christians. They don't know what to do in standing. They keep looking for every doctrine that comes down the pike that tells them how to get everything they want. And there are sometimes, I I say that the biggest demonstration, biblically, of spiritual warfare is your ability to stand and to be in that gap and to to withstand what the enemy tries to do it gives you momentum to break through and wow we are we're poised for a breakthrough so I'm looking forward to seeing what God will do and um, I, I, I think you know we had that big gathering planned we had the big gathering planned in the Amazon in Manaus and that became perhaps the signature of um the signature target of COVID in Brazil. Just horrific what happened there. But I believe God, God um, had us positioned to go in there and the enemy rose up and we weren't able to go. All the flights were canceled, the hotels were canceled. The government was saying, don't do it. I guess if we could have been transported spiritually, we could have done that. That day's coming. But we couldn't go, and and I I felt badly for the for the many saints that made commitment to go, and I I do think that we're we're gonna reconsider how we structure group planning in the future. Um, I I felt badly for for the ways that we couldn't go forward with things that we told people where we were going to do had COVID not hit we'd have done them all and I didn't get any complaints but still I felt badly because I said okay we're doing this let's make plans and then we couldn't go so we'll we'll figure something out but the, the nice thing is that there's a divine expectancy for what's coming. And we we are preparing for what's coming. And God, I, I would think that if I was to list the top things that I believe God brought to us last week at seminar, um, I would think that our obedience to convene and to understand what that Convening really was from Exodus 23 and Exodus 34 God's pattern and, and the identity of the saints I think that was a big thing our obedience to that because God commanded that and the agenda there the qualifications to be there what it represented as Yahweh Adonai and I I I truly believe that this is what this is what the primary concern was for this past gathering yes it was nice to be back together again but this was a mandate from the Lord and whether you were here in person or whether you were virtual and, and a part of it the same blessing is yours I think to me the the next thing that was a gift from God, as far as words that came, was the whole principle of entering into commune with the Father in that zone that is roughly defined as repentance, but it's it's not repentance. It's not the confessings of sins as as we would know, uh, but it's it's that place in God where we were drawn into Him and His counsel is being given. There was a heightened measure of that from the Scripture and subsequently then in application. And then the thing that was very clear about why people from around the world are going to be coming and they're, they're wanting to learn how to halal with us, not halal, halal with us, that term as as God clarified it, really means how do you pray and how do you partner with God in a moment of urgency uh, in the timetable of the Lord uh, in the crossroads of the Lord when things seem to go south how do you commune with him to welcome his covering in his favor I, I've, I've learned a long time ago that you know I thought innocently that as God was giving us the meat of his word, the unquestionable meat of his word, that that would be enough to make people want to come. Well, it wasn't. And I saw that the people who were coming were those that were hungry, sincerely desirous of the deeper things of God, not just as a boible on uh, the, the latest wind of doctrine but this is the true. I'm holding on. Now I've found that which my soul desired. Here it is in the word. And I'm aligned with brothers and sisters who are sharing that like passion. That's been who has come. But there's another wave of those who come. There are those who have that sincerity. But they're going to recognize that whatever they invested themselves in has not brought the victory for them and they're going to see people who have walked with the Lord, who have embraced the things that are biblical, who have made proper decisions in the time of need, who have been protected and blessed and sheltered, and these ones are going to be those that the scripture says from all nations, from other languages, who will say, Let us go. We want to pray Allah, with you. Show us the secret to how partnership with God really operates. It could be like the Ephesians who were following a godly doctrine. But when Paul and Silas came, they brought them the deeper things of the Spirit. So those that are called by God who have a hunger, they will embrace the message this identity of being saints and those who are sincerely desiring God who see like what the scripture says in the in the New Testament when Jesus said those of the synagogue of Satan will recognize God is with you we want to come and proskuneo before him or those uh, in the epistles to the Corinthians who have the secrets of their heart revealed prophetically and they say, God is with you, we we see the meaning of what we were created to be. Those are the things that we'll have, and we've got to be ready for that. But we've had waves of people who've come because they think, oh, it's cool to be around angels. Oh, you know, it's neat to, to see this type of prayer where everybody's on the floor and we we've seen people who have viewed us as almost like the people on the top of Mars Hill who just let us hear this new doctrine. And Paul said, you know, you're I perceive you're superstitious. You're going after everything. I, I love those kinds of people, but I can't go to war alongside them. You never know where they'll be. You never know what they'll do. You gotta have somebody who is who is devoted. And I mean who God has knit together with you. I'm not saying other people are not sincere believers. I'm not saying that God doesn't love them. I'm not saying any of those things, but uh, we've got to we've got to know who is really committed to the Lord in this calling and align therein and so. But that halab, that that was a word that at the beginning of the week, God released and he continued to develop it. And it was powerful to, to me. It riveted me. And um, But there were a lot of other wonderful teachings. But I'm just speaking from my perspective as I view the Saints Network. What did God deposit into us that we're going away with in a in a heightened measure of identity and function so anyway um, I I could keep on talking but I'm going to work a modern day miracle and a preacher that has more time ahead of him is going to say I think I've said what the Lord wants me to say and I'm going to I'm going to end this broadcast. So many thanks to all of you and the investment you made wherever you were to be before the throne of God during this in-gathering. And um, we, we appreciate the ability to partner with you in the days ahead. We look forward to continued function together on behalf of the lord's work um and we will we will look forward to hearing what the scripture says in tomorrow's broadcast and from from this point forward so god bless you saints Uh, we we appreciate you more than we can say and may may god Build within you and develop further the things that His Spirit has desired to do in you. And until tomorrow with Wednesday Night Live, and from this point forward, um, let's walk together in the Lord. Until next time, God bless you and goodbye.